So you're thinking about abortion and if you're thinking about the future, you're probably thinking, well, what'll happen if I go through with it? How will I feel if I go through with it? And based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people, with women who've been in your situation, I, I think I can confidently say that you're gonna hurt. You're gonna hurt. A number of years ago, I read a story about a, a mom who had just given birth to a new baby boy. And she was in the hospital and it was the day after she had given birth and she was nursing, nursing the child. And, and as soon as she got done nursing the child, the door to her hospital room swung open and three official looking people come in and, and they look at her and they say, I'm sorry, ma'am, but that's not your child. It turns out that in the middle of the previous night, after she had gotten done nursing the child again and Wanting, uh, and then wanted to get some sleep. The nurses, as they so often very kindly do, they, they took the baby, took the baby and placed the baby in the nursery. And every child in the nursery is assigned their own crib with their name on it and their ID and, and everything like that. But it, for whatever reason, when the nurses took the child back to the nursery, they put the baby in the wrong crib. And then there was another baby who had also been nursing at the same time. And when that baby came back into the nursery, was brought back into the nursery, they were put into the crib of, of the child that belonged to this mother. And so the next morning when it was time to nurse the children again, they rolled the cribs with the children's name into their rooms where the cribs were supposed to be. But the babies had been switched. And so that mom had just gotten done nursing somebody else's child. And another mom had just gotten done nursing her son. And so it was, it was fixed. But many months after it had happened, it still rattled her of how quickly and easily child was taken out of her hands. But again, it was, it was corrected. Abortion is an act that cannot be corrected. It is very final. You have to live with it. You cannot undo it. And as you try to live with it, the reality of it, maybe now you believe that the child inside your womb is a child, the, the unique DNA that both God and science recognize as a unique living DNA, that that is a child. But, but even if you don't, the possibility will cross your mind. You will wonder if it is. And then you'll, you'll start to think about how you're supposed to feel. About you taking that child in a sense, out of God's hands and placing them into your own, but of course not keeping them there. But getting rid of that child. That's gonna hurt.
in some ways you might be able to anticipate in many ways that you don't know how to anticipate. Some women have experienced that feeling of even the wondering if they really did end another human life. Some have experienced, uh, said that they described it as like, like, like an entire building is sitting on top of your heart. The full weight of it, right on top of their fragile heart. And you know what it's like to have an entire building sit on top of you? Some people do. Back in 2011, there was an earthquake in the country of Turkey, a pretty big one, 7.2 magnitude. And, and where the earthquake was, it, it just decimated everything. Houses and buildings, and they came, they came tumbling down, massive destruction, many lives lost, many others displaced, and they had to live in temporary tent cities for a, for a very long time as the cleanup began, it started happening. But after the earthquake happened, and after the, the dust had settled, you might say, they, uh, they wanted to clean up as quickly as they could. And so they started sending cleanup crews in the, uh, the next day already. And they worked. They worked for a day and then they got into the second day. And 48 hours after the earthquake, somebody was working near a seven-story building that had collapsed and they thought they heard something from underneath the building. They thought they heard a baby cry. And they didn't ignore that cry. They, uh, they dug and they dug and they dug and had a lot of help and eventually they, they found the source of the sound of the baby cry and it was indeed a baby. Two weeks old. Her name was Azra. And she was alive and healthy, like untouched by the seven-story building that had fallen on top of her. And do you know why? because they found her in her mother's arms. Her mother was in the building with her newborn daughter when the earthquake happened. And when the ground started shaking, she, she grabbed her daughter and, and wrapped her in her arms and, and they both fell to the very bottom underneath this seven-story building and somehow both survived. Mom survived too. She was able to walk away from it amazingly. But I want you to imagine for a moment how that mom would feel if she had not reached for her child when the earthquake started and what the result of that would be if the building had fallen on both of them. Except the mother's body wasn't there to protect the body of that little baby. But if mom had survived? Well, two things. Azra would never grow up having a beautiful picture of what it's like to love someone because that's what her mom did. She loved her simply by holding on to her and protecting her and keeping her safe. And, and secondly, mom would have to go through the rest of her life carrying the guilt that comes with wondering. What if? What if I had scooped my baby in my arms? 
What if I had done something different? What if I could change what I did back then, the decision I made? And that guilt is a guilt that God does not want you to live with. In fact, he doesn't want you to live with any guilt. Because I know you feel guilty about other things already in your life. There are things in your life that you're not proud of. There are people in your life that you haven't always treated well. There are decisions that you've already made that you don't feel good about. And as often as you think about them, they put a weight on your heart. Well, I want you to imagine that somebody would come up to you and invite you to give the full weight of everything you feel guilty about to them. Like imagine that everything that you feel guilty about is sitting on top of your heart like a seven-story building. And imagine that they come up to you and and they just lift it off your heart. And they don't just throw it away, but instead they, they put it on their own heart. And they say, let me carry that for you. Well, that's what Jesus did. That's why God put little baby Jesus in the womb of Mary. That's why he wanted little baby Jesus to live and his life was the kind of life that this world has never seen before or since. Because he had nothing to feel guilty about. He had no guilt of his own. He never did anything wrong. And this person who never did anything wrong, who never had anything to feel guilty about, who's never felt the weight of guilt that you and I feel so often, he came into this world and and he said, I'll take that from you. And he did. He took it off your heart and he put it on his own heart. And the Bible says that he was crushed by it. He was crushed for our iniquities is what the Bible says. And that word iniquities, we don't use very often or at all, but it's a word that simply means the things that we feel guilty about. Jesus was crushed by them. He was crushed by them as he hung on a cross and died and gave his life. And then those iniquities were buried with him in a grave. But then on the third day after he died, Jesus came alive again. But the iniquities, the guilt, they stayed behind. He buried them. He was free of them. And so were you. So are you. God does not want you to live with guilt. It is a painful place to be. And he gives us the guidance that he does in his word to protect life, to look out for one another, to defend those who are really most vulnerable and can't defend themselves because he knows how we feel when we do the opposite. He will always feel guilt that he wanted you to be free from. And he also came because he wanted to give you someone that you could follow, 
that you know, absolutely without a doubt, would never fail to love you, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you've ever done. He wanted you to feel safe. He wanted every life, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how visible, no matter how yet unseen, to feel safe in the best, most loving arms of all. His. I don't know if watching this has been easy or difficult for you, but, but thank you. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to let you know that God loves you. I love you. We love you. We're here to help. Reach out. God is thinking of you. And so are we. My friends, we're here to help. If you or someone you know is struggling to understand the topic of abortion better from God's Word, we have resources available. Please visit timeofgrace.org abortion.